so we got sent this I don't really know what to call it it's not a training video it's more like a just an internal communication video of like a hey check out these things we're offering you know just get ready regarding right. from, from Ford regarding their upcoming Maki. yeah this is something that's like I guess sent out to the dealers not really you know too sure but it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because oh why why is that in this short you know video notice something that they've been doing a lot in their internal communications which is treating ev customers you know their potential future ev customers for the maki a, a bit differently from the others mm-hmm. so this video starts off it's just like you know get ready for different expectations and they show a dog which you know was the symbol of the traditional the you yeah ford customer yeah and then they show a cat with with a little speech bubble that says i expect to make appointments online (laughs) i want online appointments i'm a cat and and i don't like (laughs) attention and and the whole video is just get ready for different style of customer cat closes it off with another speech bubble that just says ev is a lifestyle commitment and i I don't know if this is the right path as if uh as if you're a different species of human (laughs) as if you're 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 a hassle to every dealership because now they have to uh be subservient to this cat people that (laughs) that want online appointments and they want EV loaners and they want uh, charging stations everywhere. Is that is that makes 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 EV uh, customers look like a burden? Is that is that is that is that what I'm getting here? Yeah, and and again, it's not something that's that's new. I've been seeing it here and there. It's kind of like subtle, but it, they're they're not really treating EV customers as their regular customers. They are making things different, which is kind of expected because the Maki is a different car and they are changing a lot of the their corporate structure for it as well with whole online uh, purchases and, you know, e-invoice, Ford options, their new leasing program. They are making a lot of changes for this car, but it seems like they're also trying to sell this car to the current EV consumer base, which I don't think is the right route. Ford's like, their biggest advantage in this game isn't competing against Tesla. Yeah, the Maki next to the Model Y is is an okay comparison. But their biggest advantage is the fact that they have these hundreds of dealers across the country with 100,000 people coming in monthly in foot traffic that are prepared to buy an ICE mm-hmm. and could potentially be converted. They shouldn't be targeting the EV customer. They should be converting the ICE customer. Well, it's probably an easier sell to current EV customers than to trying to convert. Is it previous? I feel like the current EV customer is the Tesla customer. They clearly have the largest market share. That's true, but I'm sure there's you know a subset of like you know a couple dozen people that. Uh, I don't know if the couple dozen is going to make up the cars. the fifty thousand annual output first year. I mean, people buy the Leaf, or bought to the Leaf. People bought the i3. I, I just saw that BMW built their 200,000th 
i3 so i mean there they are started people making that, that car in 20 2013 yeah it's been a while yes i'm just saying they exist it it might be it might be like 50 dudes <laughs> or women but but they exist but is, is that the right route is targeting the ev customer base the right route with this car uh well i think when your first car's 500,000 for the first year i 50,000 i don't think yeah 50,000 my bad um your you 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 need to really focus on the broader market i think you're you're okay with trying to go for the easier niche first uh before going out to something more mass market uh but the question is uh oh, is 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 the ev customer a significantly different type of customer than the regular gasoline uh customer are they are they cat people are they are they a separate species of, of human in your in your eyes? I think every EV customer started off as an ICE customer. Well, yeah, I I would by yeah, I guess <laughs> so. I I I imagine that if since there was no EVs around that yes, they were indeed first gasoline car purchasers, but I mean do the do EV consumers need to be marketed towards or handled differently in 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 the dealership than than gasoline car buyers? No, see, I don't I don't think this is a separate segment. This shouldn't be uh, treated any differently. This isn't a separate segment. This is the future, and treating it as mm-hmm. a separate segment kind of implies that it's not the future. That you're just going to have you know part A and part B. Well, I mean, you remember that uh, was a, an article we we wrote. Uh, we we saw stats from the people reserving the Mach E, and they said, uh, what "Was it like ninety percent or something didn't even walk into a dealership?" Correct. You know, they they wanted to do online ordering only, and only like three percent total even spoke to like uh, someone from the dealership or something like that. So clearly, that I mean, if you just take that part, that does seem to be a, a shift in the priorities of. EV consumers, you don't, you, 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 you don't think. I that think that's a very specific that's... customer pre-orders and reserves a car. That's mm-hmm. in a demographic not of the... their own, but they're they're not the entirety of the EV market. They're not the entire potential of the EV market. I, I'm a firm believer in the Maki, and I, I right out the gate i didn't think the pre-orders and reservations would do the best compared to someone like tesla who did what two hundred thousand cyber trucks in the first 48 hours Mm -hmm. i knew it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna happen because you know tesla customers already you know tech savvy they they have they have a large market share of their segment of millennials if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah but for your work but i didn't uh, think that the fifty thousand annual first year was going to be their top because again ford already sells millions of cars a year that they, mm-hmm. they already have people looking at their vehicles all they need to do is have a decent ev offering and it would sell but it seems like with these internal communications that they're they're not really targeting their general customer base they're only targeting people who are already interested in evs which i think is a massive mistake kind of underplaying the the potential that the Maki has as one of the industry leaders. Right. Well, uh 
obviously internal communications might be a worrying sign, but we still don't really know how it's going to look outwardly to the general public. So, you know, whatever they write or but aren't these internal communications like some of the most important things as because we know we've already tested this we've called four dealers now twice uh Mm -hmm. what was it like a year apart yeah questioning the maki and seeing you know just testing the sales staff the bdc staff on the car and how informed they are and how prepared they were to answer questions to convert people over and what we learned is that they weren't too prepared if you didn't already know about evs you know, you weren't really going to learn much from the sales staff, mm-hmm. which in itself was a problem. And this kind of, you know, links with that. They're, they're not really preparing anyone. They kind of just expect this car to sell on its own based off of people's already self-learned knowledge Inclined. on EVs. Yeah. I'm more worried about <laughs> how they paint, <laughs> paint the picture for people to like EVs as if uh, you're just like, oh. Oh, as an EV buyer, oh, we have to completely redo everything we previously did because corporate is telling us that they need to be treated completely different. Oh, I got to deal with this, this uh, stereotypical, you know, Starbucks drinking button up, you know, millennial with his with his electric cars and whatnot. Well, it seems that they um, want like one EV like uh, communication lead, mm-hmm. like just one guy in charge of them. Mm hmm. So I guess that's helpful, but again, you know, he's only going to be helping people who are already interested in the car. What about converting some of the other millions of cars you guys are selling a year? Because I don't know if well, you ask um, me, the Mach-E is a much better car than a Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Um, whilst I, I, I do agree with you that uh, their priority should definitely be into trying converting people from gasoline cars to electric cars i feel like there's probably enough people interested in electric cars that can satisfy whatever sales goals ford has for their first year and that might be that might set a bad precedent because they'll go along with this system of just catering to ev buyers the first year and see that sales yeah and see that the sales were you know pretty decent uh, enough and they'll consider that that just will work but eventually they'll run out of people that like electric cars and don't like Tesla or any of the other electric car makers. And then sales in the second year and third year will, will start to plummet because what they really should have been focusing on was the people buying the, like you said, Ford Focus or whatever and trying to get them into an electric car. So, um, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not think- a brand manager, so I, I, I don't know. Well, what do I know? As it stands, if you're like interested in a crossover, you go to a Ford dealer, again, assuming, you know, let's mm-hmm. say six months from now, do you mm-hmm. think they're even going to offer to show you the Maki? A car where they don't really have a, a margin to play with because the invo- invoicing system? Um, Where's the incentive to sell? Where's the incentive I to think... learn? Will the general sales staff, you know, by then have the knowledge? I feel like they'll try to size you up. Uh, you know, uh, and, and obviously in any, any sort of sales position, whether you're selling mattresses or, you know, cars, you're going to size up whoever you're talking to. And I feel like if you're probably in your, you know, mid twenties, low thirties or something, they'll consider it. But if you're someone that's like in their fifties, 
there's there's something they won't even they won't even consider it because they won't even want to explain it because maybe they're not even completely confident in 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 their ability to explain it to them so uh i think it's gonna depend on uh what type of person how you look coming into a ford dealership if they're going to show you the monkey or not uh whether they'll be extremely knowledgeable about it and be able to answer basically any question that a consumer might have i have the hope that they'll have one dude probably for the whole dealership but obviously that one dude is not going to be there uh 24 7 so there's going to be a lot of times when uh you know some for us would be basic questions to answer but for them they they might not know and they're going to have to defer to the guy that may not be there and it's just gonna you know really sour the entire buying process speaking of things that have uh you know ford has sent out to into internal dealer communications that have gotten me a little angry they recently sent out a brochure Mm -hmm. where it was it was focused on the maki's battery Mm -hmm. and you would think okay this is going to be something that's going to fix some ev misinformation talk about how range really isn't as big as a factor that people imagine instead they gave mm-hmm. us these uh, driving tips which i find pretty funny or right. uh, a number of these driving techniques can uh increase enhance range so be sure to test them to drivers maintain a constant speed mm-hmm. manage cargo wow. spaces brake slowly Damn. remove debris oh mm. you don't say <laughs> <laughs> so everything people do on their regular gasoline cars yeah i don't think that this is something that needs to be pointed out because i could make the exact same suggestion to lower your miles per gallon well, maybe, I mean, you can maybe make the argument that it's like, hey, guys, it's not that big of a difference from driving a gasoline car. You just do the same but things you didn't. wanted to increase your but they, gas But mileage. they didn't point that out. They made it seem like, hey, I mean, not based off what I just said, but based off the entire brochure. Mm. They made it seem like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, the Mach-E gets 270 miles of range. But in order to hit that, you're going to need to do this, do that, and do that. Expect, you oh. know, 50, 25% less range. <laughs> oh. So. You know, manage your battery well. Keep it above 80%. Or don't charge past 80%. You know, all that. That doesn't really need to go said. So they're making it they're making it seem like it's much more work than it actually is. Exactly. Right. This 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 whole brochure in general shouldn't really exist because, of course, outside temperature is going to affect battery, just like, you know, hills are going to affect miles per gallon. Mm -hmm. But you don't go out and say that, hey, if you're going up a hill, you're going to get 25 percent less miles per gallon in your Ford Escape brochure. You don't you don't say that. That is true. Well, you you know how it is. They want to they want to cover themselves when. The, their 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 customer comes in and be like why is it not 270 i'm only getting like 235 or whatever because i do zero to 60 pulls at every stoplight or something why <laughs> why blah the electric cars suck so i don't know do you, it, uh, do you think ford's uh, taking this uh electric car change seriously or do you think they're just trying to get their piece of the pie from tesla well are they actively trying to increase ev market share 
well, uh, my first thought is the fact that they made a completely separate uh, electric car from from anything else in their in their lineup, right? They didn't take an existing car and just shove an electric, you know, which, powertrain. Which in. I so, thought was impressive too. I thought that that was right. setting precedence for so, big, big changes, big plans. But right, any company that does that, I give some sort of you know points to because they went through the effort of designing a completely new platform and then you know like yada 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 so at first i gave them a lot of credit for that and then you know they're they're trying to simplify the charging experience by the with their forward pass by making it so that you can go up to basically any of their you know partner brands and then just have a single payment method to streamline that process which i thought was like all right that's that's that's, that's also a good step um you know, fifty thousand units the first year obviously isn't supremely mass market, but it's a it's it's a healthy amount. You know, it's not like you know ten thousand, fifteen thousand. We'll we'll see. So, I obviously gave them some points for that. But it all just seems to kind of uh, fall apart once you transition over into the actual dealership experience, because as we've harped on already multiple times, the dealership experience just the the baseline dealership experience is garbage so for you to make that even somewhat pleasable you're gonna have to do a lot of things and you're gonna have to put a lot of effort and uh, obviously that's hard for us to evaluate at this point um, because the car isn't out yet so we can't really give the full 100% dealership you know experience obviously we've called dealerships twice now um, once when it first was announced which as you all have seen was not good results but it was within a week or so of the car being announced so we kind of gave him some leeway but then the, the the more recent one was much further along and we gave i think an adequate amount of time for people to to get their information across and it was still better but not the greatest so how much how much control does Ford the corporation really have over how their dealerships are going to manage it I don't really know and I feel like the 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 how the dealerships interact with with potential buyers is going to be where the the the, the weakest joint in this in, in this machine is going to be and, and and the highest probability of failure but Ford does have options into ways to communicate better to their dealerships and provide better training and better knowledge. We've seen this Ford's not the first comp legacy auto company to come out with a main electric car. Audi with the e-tron, Jaguar with the i-pace. Mm-hmm. These are all cars that we expected to do well. And then they got tossed mm-hmm. into dealers' hands, and now they're just kind of there. They're not really mm-hmm. pushing it. They're not. It's just it's just available in the lineup. And if, right. if this if this trend continues, EVs will never have the dominant uh, percentage in this market share. We'll just continue well, as a small niche. Until they're legally required to be. Eh. And, uh, it's... Well, <laughs> what's going to happen when all the gas cars stop production? What, what, well, you going to go to hydrogen, bud? That's you gonna... years and years and years away. What's California's well, ban yeah. from 2035? California's already had a ban on 
on a larger well, motors didn't. and people still bring them in from across state lines it's and it's only yeah but i didn't say I, I didn't say it was going to happen quickly i just said eventually if, it, if i were it relying won't. on legislation i don't think mm-hmm. i'll see evs as the dominant percentage within my lifetime i well, you must i be, don't you think must so. be living a short life then but i'm sorry <laughs> California is clearly the most progressive, and they're still at 2035. One state's not going to make much of a difference. Yeah, but literally all the European countries is like 2040 is the latest, and that's a whole continent. So, you know, but that's that's a different topic of discussion. We're we're here for we're here for Ford, and if they're gonna mess up their initial launch based on how they treat their customers or, or, or their, I, mean, I feel like they're, they're they too perceive their target customer to be too, too comfortable. comfortable right now they they have these mm-hmm. they have their whole lineup sold for the first year they're just you mm-hmm. know getting ready to deliver them mm-hmm. but what happens after that what happens after the first year after the people who have reserved the car after their the ev uh current customer has transitioned to the maki what happens when they're out when they have to actually start seeking conversions from ICEs to EVs. We still have a while before we, you know, have to have an answer to that, but I don't think the right idea is starting late. I think it would be smart to inform everyone now, inform your your employees, inform the dealerships, not spread not necessarily misinformation, but negativity. Treating EV mm-hmm. customers differently, they're not different. It's the future customer, not the new, cu- not another customer. You have these companies like Vroom, who, who solely sell cars online. That's not a different mm-hmm. customer. That's the future. 